When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you been a victim of a scalper and now you wander lost in the wild and fear that the toys you're hunting for will forever be out of your reach? Well, my fellow toy junkies, fear not. I have the answer. Well, actually, I don't, but these toy store owners do. Find them with me, Bevan, at a toy store near you, the podcast. What up, everyone? This is Bevan, and welcome to a Toy Store Near You podcast. It is a companion podcast to the show, A Toy Store Near You, now seen on the Nacelle Company's YouTube channel and Amazon Prime. Today, we are talking to Farpoint Toys. Um, I'm really excited to talk to Justin Penelope and see what's going on in New Jersey. Let's go, shall we? Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, it's the holidays. <laughs> we love the hol- I was just jamming to Linus and Lucy while waiting for you guys to connect. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't like I haven't done the whole Christmas. I've only heard like five Christmas songs so far. I haven't heard the typical Wham yet. Uh, I haven't heard Linus and Lucy. I haven't heard my favorite, which is it's a weird song. It's called Another Old Lang Syne, and it's my favorite Christmas song. Another Old Lang Syne. Yeah, yeah. If you heard it, you'd recognize it. It's like uh, it's like seventies. It's like eighties soft rock almost. <laughs> you would never expect it to be my favorite Christmas song, but it's like a. It, funny it's a, it's about nostalgia so it's kind of like uh-huh. what we do yeah so it's it's weird everything ties back to Aww. that it's the song where he runs into his old lover at the grocery store oh uh, are you gonna sing are you gonna sing no i'm not screen? gonna sing it's okay. too early for that you know what i probably have heard of it i have probably heard of it before you have. yeah oh that's so oh. cute is that your favorite uh, christmas song that's yeah favorite, that's my yeah. favorite yeah. my favorite's love i wham again last christmas i'm a fan it's a good one <laughs> Yeah, so there's no shortage of her hearing her favorite Christmas Yeah, song. no, I don't, I don't worry about that. <laughs> I hear mine like three times a year. Yeah, because it's kind of obscure, eclectic. <laughs> it's hard for me to pick my favorite. I think, I mean, I really enjoy the orchestration of Sleigh Ride. I think it's just so jolly. It just like, it gets you in the mood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the clashing. I really like, like that I one. Said, Celine Dion's version of... Uh, Oh, Holy, Holy Night. Night. And Josh Groban's is really good. Chills every time. Yeah. yeah that Canadian good. woman <laughs> slays it at the end. Destroys it. You know what I mean? Like when that comes in and she's like pounding her chest and yeah. singing to the heavens. It's amazing. Do you know, I also, this is gonna this is gonna sound odd because you wouldn't think I would know this, but I really enjoy the Chicago Christmas album too. Wow. Oh. I didn't, did I, I didn't realize even know. They did. Wow, now I need to look into that. Yeah, their Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is pretty epic. Oh, my God. I, now I need to check that out. Yeah, it's great. Their Chicago Christmas album is on fire. Awesome. Thank you for putting something on my radar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do, absolutely do it. It is it is fantastic. It's so cool that you're involved in this. It's so cool that, you know, that, that uh, you're you know friends with Brian and, and he made this happen with you getting involved because, you know, you're into the whole nerddom thing you know yeah. you're it's it's awesome yeah it's Later. so cool when when brian asked me to get involved he's just like you want to do a podcast about toys i said i like toys i don't know much <laughs> about toys besides the fact i like them and i played yeah. them in the 90s 
And he's like, you know, yeah, go for it. I was like, great, I'll go for it. <laughs> I mean, we all, it's something we've all yeah. had. It's a shared so experience. Everybody has You don't have to toys. know no. all the minutia about no. who made them. Just, just the experience, like you said, just yeah. the experience that you played with them and have nostalgia for your childhood. That's it. Yeah. That, that's the whole and that's, thing. that's really, that's almost more of it than the toys you know it, we we pedal plastic but it's more than that it's the memories it's the nostalgia it's the feelings that go with it that matter more and that's again it's a shared experience everybody feels yep. like that about something exactly yeah. i really love your word nostalgia penelope it was really really adorable thank you thank you <laughs> he teases me all the time but I love it too. I don't tease her. I love it. No, I think it's really, I really touch it because that is kind of the point. I, it, it is not kind of, it is the point of toys, you know, and it brings back your heroes. It brings back your nostalgia. You can play out your heroes and your adventures with your toys. Do you, did you guys tear up with Toy Story 3? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I gotta tell you. I'm tearing up right now thinking about it. It, it makes sense that we ended up in the business we ended up in. Because we're, I'm, I'll speak for myself. I'm a very nostalgic person. Like You can speak for me in that. There are, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, it's just, it just certain things ring a bell with me. So anything that reminds me of the innocent time of childhood, which Toy Story obviously did. Yeah. All of them, not just Toy Story 3. Toy Story 1, it was amazing, but I don't know if it really was like heart-wrenching. Yeah. Toy Story 2, spoilers, with Jesse, when, when the girl mm -hmm. drops her off in the box, I was like, oh my God. And then yeah. the end of Toy Story 3 when Andy, like, uh, yeah. said goodbye to his childhood, basically. Uh, and, and, oh, my God, I was in the theater like a wreck. And I'm this big, yeah. burly, bearded man. And people are like, what's wrong with this guy? But, yeah. It's, uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't add to that. Yes. <laughs> so they should have made, I didn't see 4 yet. Toy Story 4 is really good. It's Pixar. So Pixar doesn't really make crappy films although i'm not a fan of cars but i think that's just i never got into cars but like toy story 4 i think has its moments of it being relevant and touching and they do have like two moments where you're like oh but i feel like toy story 3 for me especially for my brother because he was around andy's age when uh, toys like while he was growing up so for yeah. my brother watching andy go to college when he was going to college he was like oh, yeah totally <laughs> saying goodbye to innocence and your yep. childhood simple yep. times but they should do in 10 years or 15 years andy finding yeah. his old toys yeah because that is what we deal with now yes. and you know we all did say goodbye to our child well man, not all but some not of us all. said goodbye <laughs> to our childhood and we see it in the store all the time i'm sure it's a theme with every toy store owner you talk to yeah. Yeah. people who come in and oh my god, I had that. Even the people who aren't really collectors that just come in to visit or come in with the collector. Yeah. That's why we kind of pivoted towards the museum. Yeah, thing. that's that's one of the reasons we did the whole museum thing because so many folks, which you know, I love, whether by the way, whether it's the husband bringing in the wife or the wife bringing in, in the husband uh, or or grandma or the kids coming in, there's always a collector and then someone else who's just sort of like, well, that's cool, that's cool. We wanted to have stuff for everybody just to look at, even if you're not not a collector yourself, right. um, just to get that nostalgic feeling back that, oh, I had that. Like, and you always see family. that moment of the person who's not really the collector, but they're seeing the stuff and you see it click. Yeah. You know, they're, they're looking at the toys they played with and you just see something changing them. They're like, oh my God, I forgot about strawberry shortcake or, you know, I forgot about the, all these great times I had as a kid. So that, I want Andy to come back to that <laughs> in Toy Story 7. You know what I mean? 
That's what I want to see. But after he's had like a rock and roll career, because I find that a lot of Toy Story owners used to be in a band. And I don't oh, understand. Oh, really? oh, it's funny that you say that because- <laughs> Was he in a band so, with Justin? Were you in a band? <laughs> he is, is a, okay, yeah. So um, we we filmed the stuff. We filmed the stuff for, for the show. And uh-huh. you know, we, we didn't know, we don't want to sit here and, and wax about ourselves over and over. So he didn't talk about his band stuff. You know, I didn't talk about my photography and my art stuff and all that. We just talked about toys and, and, and ourselves together. And then as soon as we saw like episode one, episode two, episode three, it's like, I'm in a band, I'm in a band, Every I'm in a dude. band. He's like, why are I mentioning my band? <laughs> Every dude's like, I'm in a band, I'm in a band. And, and, and we've done stuff. Like uh, my band's on the Tony Hawk underground uh, video game soundtrack. Like, you know, I've toured nice. Europe, I've done things, but we wanted to focus on the store and not talk about any of that. You know, and, and, and the young guy rock and roll dreams are over. You know, I'm never going to be metallic. Oh, stop. But we've done cool things. That's awesome. Uh, we've been, yeah, we've done very cool things. Yeah, and it's it's given us a chance. You know, uh, we got married in England because of, because there. of a hookup with his band. You know, having friends over there. We've met some amazing toy people not, over there. Not to talk about we have. Yeah. Not to talk about ourselves, but we got married inside of Stonehenge. That's that's rock and roll. <laughs> I want to go there one day. I have not been to England. I've only been to Ireland. I have not been to England or Scotland or any. So I haven't done Ireland, but Scotland's amazing. Yeah. Scotland is oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, you should, especially if you're Star Wars fans, you should do Ireland because uh, The Last Jedi was filmed in the Dingle Bay, Blaskets Islands that are down there that like, I went to one of those islands and it was one of those things where they said, hey, you have this time and this time to be back. If you're not back, we're leaving you with the goats overnight and then we'll be back in the morning. And the (laughs) porgs. The porgs. And I was like, really? Oh yeah, we'll leave you. I was like, okay, I'll be back in time. If I have food. Is that a promise? Like, can you please leave me here? (laughs) They're just like desolate islands, right? They look, it looks amazing. I'm glad they filmed, you know, it's cool. They're still finding locations Mm -hmm. that are interesting, you know? That you know they don't have to do on set. That you know there's still locations. And that we England, seen. I mean, the history of Star Wars is so heavy over there. I mean, they yeah. filmed all the original trilogy over there. It's just amazing. Well, yeah, we'll do that tour one day. <laughs> and the Lord of the Rings tour, if you've not done that, I want to do that oh one my. day when I have. We, we talked about money that. to yeah. do that. Yes. They actually have. I, we looked into it just, just, just to, just to look. And they do like a food tour where like they give you all these like Hobbit foods and then they like put you up for the night. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> after we get some vaccines, we'll be able to start traveling again. Yes. And all that. Yeah. I know. I'm like knocking on wood. I have friends in Australia. I have friends in England and I have friends in Ireland and they are all like, we'd love to see you. Uh, get vaccinated first, and I was like, yeah, I "Sure." So it'll take another year for me because you know I'm not I'm not in a nursing home. You're young and healthy. you know, which yeah. is you know, yeah. thank thankfully, but I'm young and healthy, so therefore I will get it at the end of 2021. At this point, listen, 2021 is going to be a better year. It, it will. You know I mean, no doubt about it. Yeah. There's no way it can't be a better year. Than Don't say that. Okay. Not knock on, on Baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Grogu. Spoilers. <laughs> Whatever. It's Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> it it's the Baby Yoda show. Whatever. <laughs> Fun fact: I know somebody that worked on that is working. Sorry, on the Mandalorian, and he was in the um, workshop where they were building Baby Yoda, 
And for the longest time, he could not, like, they all had to sign something that basically said that if you say anything, you're fired. Yeah. And you're blacklisted. And he was like, dude, I was sitting on Baby Yoda for a full year. A full year. <laughs> it's amazing. And and let me tell you, the first moment you see him in that show, my it's heart over. was like, oh, I'm in love. Yep. I'm in love with this little green puppet green it's man, the most yeah. amazing thing i've ever seen yes and i guess because they played it so close to the chest is if you remember when we first saw him uh, you know over a year ago uh disney was not ready for merchandising not last at christmas all. at nope, all not even a little bit we got so nope. many calls for baby yoda stuff and there was yep. nothing last christmas which yep. was all about the secrecy yeah which was smart he he's bringing a, a little bit of different kind of magic back to star wars we haven't seen since like ewoks in, in my opinion um, oh, it's Star Wars. It's, it's back yeah, for me. Listen, it's back, yeah. I had a tumultuous <laughs> relationship with Star Wars with, with, with the new trilogy. I feel like everyone's the, uh, like that. The, yeah. yeah, the Baby Yoda show has brought it back for yeah. me. The totally. Baby Yoda, and it's Baby Yoda. Star Wars is the <laughs> the original pop culture property yeah. that basically started everything we do. Yeah, it, it kind of it it opened the door for this merchandising. This, yeah. this toy tie-in. The, the golden age of toys, really. That, yeah. that in the 80s. There was before Star Wars with toys. And after Star Wars. And there was after Star yeah. Wars with toys. Definitely. Yeah. I think in Brian's show, they, they actually opened up with Star Wars and said that the movies have made this much and the toys have made three times. Yes, it's insane how much the toys made and, and, and the licensing and all that. That episode of A Toy Story Near You made me cry. I mean, not Toys You, um, uh, Toys That Made Us. Toys Made Us, yeah. Because everything makes me cry, obviously. That's the theme of today. <laughs> but, uh, it was, you know, the, the Toys That Made Us is so well done. Mm-hmm, and that so first awesome. episode that launched it was Star Wars. Yeah, and Star yeah. Wars basically launched everything else. And I'm a G.I. Joe guy. So G.I. Joe is really what I was waiting for. But uh-huh. the Star Wars episode, man, it's just... I mean, we're all Star Wars people. Uh, it, yeah. You know, it all, that's just sort of like a common linchpin around everything. It is. Because of the impact that it had on, on pop culture. And you know, it's, it's what, what I love about what I saw in um, your episode is that I saw toys that are from my childhood because I grew up in the 90s. And I've noticed from some of the toy shops that a lot of them like to stick to 70s and 80s like vintage toys, which I recognize. But like, I saw Power Rangers in your episode. I was like, they've got Power Rangers. They've got yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so you've seen our episode. Oh, oh, oh that's awesome. Oh, oh I'm so jealous. I'm jealous. We uh, we're nervous. <laughs> Uh, talk about the cycle of how you know yeah so there's uh, there's kind of a cycle of collectible stuff you know as folks uh, Uh you know get a little older and start having good jobs and some money they start to go back and collect the things that they played with as kids so you know for us it's the 70s 80s toys you know then they're the 80s 90s kids and and forward and forward so uh, we try to keep a little bit of everything. And again, it comes back to wanting there to be something for everybody who comes in, whether you're just looking or you're trying to buy. Sure. So we have stuff from the 60s, the 50s, the 70s, 80s, all the way up to today. And that ties into the whole from retro to right now thing that we have going on. Uh, it, it's something for everybody to, to bring back some of that nostalgic feeling no matter how old you are. The 80s, I mean, it was kind of the golden age of, of toys and totally, franchises. Totally. And, and obviously they keep recreating these things. Sure. Star Wars hasn't gone away. Transformers hasn't, yeah, gone, away. hasn't gone away. You know, these things keep being reinvented. Um, so there'll always be people collecting 80s toys, but you can't forget about the, the people who grew up in the 90s and are now have some pocket money in a desk or a, a studio or... <laughs> You know, uh, oh, I want to put my favorite toy here. And that's how it starts. Yeah. You know, you buy yeah. one thing. I, I think Brian. 
is a prime example. I don't think he was a toy collector before any of this. Yeah. He got like one toy when he started uh, the Toys That Made Us. And now the dude has like a studio full of, of the USS flag and just insane, insane amount of toys. That's how it starts. That's how that's it how, starts. Um, that's how divorces happen. There's a lot of great stuff from the 90s though. You know, Pokemon came out for us in the 90s. That's a great example of a of 90s property that has, it, it'll never, just like, just yep. like Disney. Ball. It'll never die. It'll yeah. always be around. Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon. Exactly. You know, we were really inundated with like uh, Japanese culture. Japanimation. Uh, Japanimation stuff in the 90s, you know. Yeah. Mm. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because I've been asking people what like what categorizes as a, vin- uh, as a vintage toy at this point. Is it when, is it like 30 years? I know it's like, it's weird to do a cap, but like. What yeah, I think I think the cutoff is supposed to be like 25. That's like the the technical term, but I, I think anything personally, anything that makes me have a nostalgic feeling is what makes it vintage. Right. Okay. And it again, it doesn't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our our daughter is not even 20, and she has a nostalgic feeling. It yeah. Doesn't matter how old you are. So yeah. something you played when you were 10. You know, you you're 20 years old. It, nostalgia starts at different times for different people and different things elicit that or set it off you know what i mean right. uh-huh so and nostalgia is like a drug it really <laughs> is. like i have that feeling about the lord of the rings because i was in high school when lord of the rings came out uh the films yeah and i remember thinking like looking back because now they're doing an amazon show about it and i just look back yeah. on the original film fondly and i'm like i wonder if those toys now are considered vintage even though that was the early 2000s. That's like when Harry Potter started coming out and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Toy Biz, who made those Lord yeah. of the Rings figures, are, they're, they're, they're vintage. I don't know if in the, uh, in the, 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 the technical nomenclature, right. they're vintage, but, but they, uh, they feel vintage. And, they're they're definitely, not yeah, and there's definitely a nostalgia for them right now. Absolutely. There are older, like the Knickerbocker. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You want to talk about some. Um, we call it's it's funny what things we call you know we have our own verbiage for things uh-huh. uh hammers is what we call like things that are like wow worth a lot of money or like the, the holy grail piece yeah. like, what's your holy grail for your collection there are some hammers in knickerbocker yeah. Lord of the Rings. it's a great line yeah. well actually i was gonna ask what is your conquest toy because i'm sure there's still a toy out there that both of you are like i don't have this yet but i will hunt this down i will travel to middle earth and to mordor and i will <laughs> find this toy um so mine i have a couple but i'll try to be brief mine is less of a toy um it is a a original vintage what they call a wood grain box set from dungeons and dragons Uh, dungeons and dragons didn't exist before this came out um it's just you know the guys put it together literally in their basement from photocopies and there there are copies that exist out there and i desperately want one um as soon as i have a couple you know, 10, 10 or $15,000 laying around to grab one of those. Um, okay. It's, it's on my list. You can get ones that are very beat up for, for more reasonable price, but uh, that's that's my holy, uh, one of my holy grails, probably the biggest, most expensive for sure. How about you? Um, <laughs> so I'm a giant child who does this for a living and I we enable each <laughs> other. So there's not much I haven't allowed myself to just go yeah. get. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and, and, and we're good at it, so we find everything. So there's not really, well, I mean, I've had a box USS flag. I've had, there's a G.I. Joe piece that's called the uh, Cobra Missile Command. It's a Sears exclusive. Sears did a lot of exclusive toys in the 80s. Which and is- a lot of the Sears stuff, yeah. even, even as far as Star Wars, 
like Blue Snaggletooth came in a Sears exclusive cantina. So uh-huh. a lot of the Sears stuff is very rare, hard to come by because it wasn't made as much. I've had it all. <laughs> I've, I've had it all and sold it, to be honest. Um, it's more of a thrill of the hunt. What I really want to do, and this is for the museum as well, is I want to complete my G.I. Joe collection. So it's not one piece. I want to complete a collection. Okay. And the, the G.I. Joe collection from 1982 to 1994 is the G.I. Joes I grew up with. I want to complete that. And I'm only about 20 figures away. Yeah, he's, he's not far away. Yeah. You should see. So this, you saw the store. Um, I did. Our house pretty much looks just yeah, yeah. like the store. Okay. <laughs> Like like the museum ex, uh, parts too, where you have like the breakdown of the history of the toy and stuff like that. No, that, that, that would be amazing. No, the house is a I mean, you should. More, the house is a little bit more comfortable and, and lived in than that, but uh, everything, not much. Everything gets a uh, an expl- a explanatory plaque. A plaque. Every- a plaque. From the plaque. This is Baby Yoda from the, the Mandalorian, <laughs> 2020. But no, that's one. That's one of the reasons that we we do the museum. You know, aside from that, not everybody wants to wants to buy something. Some folks just want to relive their childhoods. Yeah. But one of the reasons is that we we don't want to sell everything. We want to keep some things. And the yeah. museum is a great excuse. Oh, I'm sorry. That's part. That's part of the exhibit. That's, that's part, of part of the exhibit. Because that's mine, and you can't have it. That's basically. <laughs> yeah, we were like, how can we not sell things? Oh, it's a museum. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's smart. Hard to monetize that though. You know, we're, yeah. so we're still trying to. Yes. We we find a lot of stuff. And we're, we're lucky enough, uh, I'm not sure how many of the other stores are, but we're lucky enough to be in a, a, a seasonal area. We're right at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So we have a lot of people, like if it's raining on the boardwalk, there's not much to do. So people will come out to the store and the museum gives people an excuse to come out. So hopefully we can start paying some bills selling t-shirts and merch. Because sometimes it's really hard to find vintage toys to keep the, the ball Yeah, because we don't have a distributor. You know, we can't just call up our guy and say, hey, I need 10 dozen vintage Power Rangers. That, that's not something we can do. We have to wait for it to come to us. So trying to find other means of, of, of making money, especially with us wanting to do the museum so hard, uh, is, is cool. So we have branched out, especially with the pandemic and everything. We branched out doing merch and other cool stuff as a side part of what we're doing yeah yeah no and i love that because you were going into a question i was going to ask you which is how has your digital storefront changed since the pandemic hit Uh, it's become a lot more interactive because we're doing uh most of our online sales right now are coming from live sales that we're actually doing like on 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 video chat just kind of like this Uh with our, our our friends and fans and because of the pandemic they've blown up where I think this week is our 40th episode. We do one a week every Sunday at five o'clock on our Facebook. Nice. Um, and it it's fun. It's so Farpoint is, I hate to sound cheesy, but part of what we do is that experience of coming in the store and interacting with us and looking at all the stuff and, and just being in the store and being closed. Yeah. We haven't obviously been able to, to give that to people and, and we miss sure. our people and they miss us. So we tried to bring that to an online forum and, and bring Farpoint to people in, in their own homes. And it, it's probably, I don't wanna say the best thing that's happened uh, out of the pandemic, but we turned something really crappy into something cool that we're gonna continue to do even when we reopen, we're gonna keep doing. We call it Barter Town because we yeah. decided like the pandemic was like this post-apocalyptic thing. It's a Mad Max It's reference. a Mad Max kind of reference. So our little Barter Towns are every week. 
And it's just our way of, of getting the store to people. And, and we miss them as much as they miss us. So it's, yeah. it's FaceTime for us, for all of them, basically. So the thing about retail, real quick. Yeah, go um, for it. Uh, retail is dying, basically, because of online sales. So we, we've been really good for the... We, we were in a mall for seven years before we bought this location three years ago. Oh, okay. And we saw what was happening in the mall to retail. And we realized... There's nothing you can't buy, even vintage toys sitting on your couch, on your phone, nothing. You could find it all. But what you can have is the experience. So we decided that our store needed to be an experience. So when you come to the store, there's a table. We sit and talk to customers the same way we sit and talk to you. People love not just looking, buying the stuff, but people love interacting with people who have knowledge or just, you know, the same love of the stuff. So that's Mm -hmm. part of the store. That's a really big part of the store. When the pandemic happened, it slammed the door on that part of the store yeah, right. and, and literally slammed the door of the store. We had to close, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we were shut down for a while. Um, Wait, so I, think, we, I think New York and New Jersey was shut down for like five months, right? Yeah. Uh, in March, June, March 21st until June 15th. Yeah. We, we should have been able to reopen on June 15th. But we didn't, but we're still going strong with the online. So we decided the experience, us sitting at a table, having the conversation, we can do that with the camera we can, you know, hopefully people will want to watch it. So it's uh-huh. exactly like sitting at the store, except we're doing it digitally and we're like, hey, you want to buy this G.I. Joe? Wow, we're just BSing. Yeah. Because what we did <laughs> first is we looked at, a lot of people started doing these claim sales on social media. And man, it was just typically, and I, I, I embody this, <laughs> like an overweight white dude with Cheetos in his beard and no personality <laughs> And he's like, I got a G.I. Joe. And you're just like, oh, it's brutal to watch. Yeah. So we decided if we couldn't do it fun, we're not doing it. So I yeah. think we set ourselves apart uh, with bringing personality into it and, and making it fun. And it's, it's, it's grown. It's blown up. And we, we love doing it so much. So, yeah. so the pandemic has made us stronger. 2020 yeah. has made us a much stronger, um, more... Our community yes. really, really came around us. And, and we, we knew about, you know, we had a community. We've been in business for 10 years this year. We've had this great community around Congratulations. us. But, thank you. But, but 2020, it was so weird to have this like anniversary in the middle of a pandemic. It was I weird. know. But, but we were closed for our 10th anniversary. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but for our 10, 10 year anniversary, our community, it having, I'm getting choked up. I'm sorry. Having all these no, people don't rally apologize. around us, uh, you know, with, cry. with cry, cry, uh, no, with the pandemic and then with, with the fire that we had. Yes. I saw those- that. And give me an update on that. I was very curious to ask you guys, like what has transpired since the fire and since the community came around you, what is the update? Well, the biggest update is that we are, we are still a thing. We didn't have to die because this fire killed us. Our, mm-hmm. our people came they out of the woodwork. All those people that have been with us for 10 years really came around us and made us realize what we do actually matters. You know, we're not just selling baby Yodas and Power Rangers. What, what we're doing matters more than that. I mean, that's part of it, but really what's at the core of it is, is happy, happiness and people. And, and yeah. we couldn't let that die when we had to close. So we started trying to bring that to folks at home and it, it translated, it worked. <laughs> On June 1st, Governor Murphy, our New Jersey governor, said, okay, businesses can reopen. On the 15th. On the 15th. On the 3rd, as we were getting the store, because the store kind of turned into a warehouse over those three months. And a studio, basically. And a studio. So we set up the studio, and the store was just a mess of stuff that we would get for the live sales. You know, go walk around the store and all that. Yeah. So on the 3rd, he announced we could reopen on the 1st. On the 3rd, we got the light at the end of the tunnel was coming. 
and it turned out it was 7,200 volts of electricity. The store got electrocuted, the panel <laughs> blew up, the back wall set on fire, set comments Please. on fire, every outlet blew, our heater blew. Like, you are not supposed to have 7,200 volts go through an, a, a building built in the 1940s. <laughs> it wasn't. Nope. <laughs> so now we have, because we are blessed with such a community helping us out, the place is completely renovated, updated all new electric, nice. uh, new display cases, just everything that, that when we first opened we had to rush to open it. it's an old building but now uh -huh. it's kind of we have the opportunity to be john hammond from jurassic park it, uh, it, we spared no expense it it we feel like it would be a disservice to everyone that loves us so much to not reopen as the best possible version of farpoint that we could possibly be uh and that means things like i mean literally like every electrical thing in the store had to be uh, 99.99% yeah. of everything. I think there were like three light bulbs and a printer that didn't blow up. Everything else yeah. is gone. Um, wow. So all that stuff has been replaced, you know, right down to all the inner wires, everything, the, he said the heater, the water heater, all that stuff. Um, but not to get into the minutiae, yeah, but it gives us a chance. We are the Phoenix rising, you know, we've been closed for I a love the time. Phoenix. Um, <laughs> we could reopen tomorrow. Maybe if we rushed, the last thing we want to do is rush. The pandemic is still raging here in New Jersey. Yeah. So if we can continue to, to, to join, you know, get with our community online and reopen, say, spring when things are feeling a little, you know, better um, and have a grand, we want to have a grand reopening. You know, this is. Oh, that'd be it, great. Yeah. It, that, we, every, every year, um, Memorial Day weekend, we have a giant toy show and it's all 100% free. Like the vendors don't pay to set up. Nobody pays to come in. It's just oh, this nice. giant, awesome free for all. So we're thinking maybe that might be our big grand reopening. Cause I, I mean, we could rush. Our people deserve, don't deserve us to rush. They no. deserve us to do it right. And, and we could reopen like by appointment only something like that. Gigantic so we're still doing party with us. porch pickup and we're still oh, yeah. selling online. We have a great online presence, but, but there's no in-store at the moment, but there, there will be, and it would be, we're going to open better than we closed. That's the whole point. And that's okay. because yeah. of everybody rallying around us. Yep. That is going to happen. Fantastic. Yeah. We're excited. I mean, it, the day after it happened, we stood in front of the store saying, wow, that's it. Um, it's over. We yeah, didn't have insurance because yeah. because we were closed. <laughs> and, and, listen, insurance was, was a lot of money per month. And when yeah. the governor shut us down, the our insurance that you carry for a store is mostly about liability of people being in the store and falling down. And I said, uh -huh. Penelope, why spend this monthly uh, huge amount of money? Huge amount, yeah. No customers are coming yeah, what's in. what's the worst thing? Let's save doing? that money. Yeah. You know, we don't know when we're going to be able to reopen. What's the worst that's going right. to happen? Yeah, we know what's the worst. And then you just had to <laughs> say that word. But listen, light at the end of the tunnel, man. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yes. No, and everything, again, I, I can't stress this enough. The people that rallied around us, it, it really, it, I don't want to speak for Justin, but I, it made me feel like what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. What we do actually yeah. matters. And, and it, it, it meant the world to us, really. And oh, I'm getting that's so awesome. <laughs> that's fine. You can get choked up. It's it's great. I was just excited that I got to talk to somebody in my time zone today. Most of the toy makers were. I talked to somebody in the UK, and then there was uh, you know, most of the people have been on PST time. And when I found that you guys were in New Jersey, I was like, oh, let's oh, do yeah, this. Oh yeah, you're coming. You're yeah. coming to the store come spring. <laughs> yes. I'm so ready to. I'm actually uh, friends with the comic book men at Red Bank. So oh, I've yeah. been to Red Bank 
several times to see the comic book store and stuff right like there. that. Do you have them? Oh, look. It's a picture of us. Uh, I, we were yeah. on uh, season two. Season two, I think. Were you really? Yeah. yeah. So and our, our partner, Frank, the, so Farpoint, there's actually three of us at Farpoint. Our partner, Frank, he Mentor, was, really. Yeah, yes. he was in the first episode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, because we're Jersey people, you know, yeah, it's, we're also, yes. we all have inner, inner, you know, we're Jersey. Yeah, we, we all know somebody. Yeah. Jersey. You, said, you said Jersey Shore earlier and I immediately cringed. Like, oh, I don't mean Jersey Shore It's like not that, that kind no. of Jersey Shore. No, no, no. No. Ocean City, New Jersey is very close to us and it's voted like the top family. Yeah. yeah it's, it's certainly not the Jersey no. Shore, Jersey Shore. No. <laughs> You're not no the people surprise. that come into the city for Santa Con that we all hate. Oh, no, they, they canceled uh, it this year, right? Like, did you get a yeah, reprieve from it this year? Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Somebody actually did a caption. I was like, finally, one good thing about 2020. And it was <laughs> Santa Con has been canceled. <laughs> it's funny. All my friends, any of my friends who live in the city say the same thing. Yeah, the same exact thing. How can that be good? How can yeah. that be And I love Christmas. Justin is the Christmas guy. I am. Uh, this is great. Yeah. Santa Con is just another thing in itself. No, not great. <laughs> for the kids. There was for one the time kids. I was on the train during Santa Con and I didn't realize it was Santa Con, Santa Con and I regretted my life the second a bunch <laughs> of Santas came in there. And there was, and following the bunch of Santas was a really wasted gingerbread man. <laughs> like, really wasted. And he just started singing the Oogie Boogie song oh, as the gingerbread man. That's awesome. Did he do the voice like gingerbread man? No, he was doing like the oogie boogie, but as the gingerbread man. I was like, dude, I think you forgot what costume you're in right now. So Santa, not to go off on a tangent, is like coming around as like a, uh, explain this to me. So all these movies. Why like, are we talking about this? Kurt Russell is playing Santa. In, yeah, he's in, like uh, hot Santa Christmas now. Chronicles. Right, yeah. so Santa's getting like this vibe. Like, There's like this Santa daddy vibe that's happening. And I'm think, all for it. I think Justin, in. Justin's all, embracing Yeah, I am totally embracing the Santa daddy of, thing. He has that, you know, it's not often that there's like a, aside from like Lumberjack or Biker, there's not often a, a niche that Justin fits into. So the Santa daddy well, niche is very. Pop culture's <laughs> throwing us, uh, you know, us larger men of bone with like, <laughs> with like uh, you know, uh, dad bod Thor. and. Yep. And no, spoilers, um, Boba Fett in The Mandalorian is not in great shape. You know what I mean? He's still in the armor and still badass. But spoilers, he's a, spoilers. He's a chunky boy. You know? chunky. Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, you know, also, too, Santa is also a rock band person, too. Funny enough. And the that's Kurt funny. Russell Chronicles, too. I was like, what is happening? Oh, I, we, we need to watch that. Yeah, I, need, I haven't seen that. part two yet. We haven't yet, seen though. two yet. I mean, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus is everything I ever wanted. And now there's a Mel Gibson Santa. And then Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so cute. But guys, I haven't even asked, like, how did you get involved with a toy store near you? Uh, so do you want the long version or the short version? Like, uh, yeah, how about the medium good. way? How yeah. about the medium way version? Um, through uh, our, our friend, we, uh, Mark Belomo, the amazing author of all these amazing books, awesome toy expert. Uh, he was hooked up with, uh, with them. Through, through them, we met Brian Stillman, uh, who became a good friend of ours. And as soon as this idea um, happened, we got a phone call uh, just late one night. And it was, it was Brian Stillman. And he said, well, were you guys interested? And we we're like, of course. We had met Mark Malomo, uh, who was like the guru, man. I mean, the guy knows everything about 80s toys. And, and before, uh, 70s uh, toys. Every, any toy. Uh, we met him at the cons <laughs> here and there. He's actually uh, good friends with Larry Hama, 
who we became friends with at cons, who, who basically invented 80s G.I. Joe. Like he wrote all the file cards, he wrote all the comic books. And I was a huge fan from childhood. So when we opened in the mall, when we had the mall store, we used to have a free comic book uh -huh. day event. And Penelope had the balls, the audacity to message Larry Hama and say, will you come to our Ricky Dink little store in the Hamilton Mall? <laughs> and he said, yes. So oh. we met him at a con and I friended him on MySpace. That's how much I'm dating myself. Wow, MySpace. And, yeah. and Talk just, about I vintage. Mean, you you hit no balls that you that you don't swing that you don't at. swing at. Yeah. So I was like, hey Larry, I own a store. We met at this and such a con. Now when we met, he geeked out on me because I'm wearing my Baroness costume. So like I'm like geeking out on him, like oh my god, this guy is basically invented GI Joe. He's the Godfather. Yeah. And he's like, hey, can I have a picture with you? And I was like, me? Oh god. So, so it's like this whole thing. It ended up that Mark yeah. uh, came as well because they, they both live in the city and yeah. and, and they carpooled they together, carpooled together to the store. and we just became buddies with both of them and mark oh. uh you know loved the store loved what we do and everything and has been around a bunch of times since and um and really we were on mark's radar who put us uh, who got us on brian's radar yeah. and uh you know when i guess when because they had done the toys that made us they as soon as brian i guess had the idea for a toy store near you they said we know a store and contacted us immediately so yeah i think we were i think we were one of the first few that the uh, stores that were contacted yeah I'm actually okay. glad that our episode waited till season two, though, because the kinks get worked out. You know what I mean? They, oh, they, yeah. focus, everything gets a little more focused. They know what works, what doesn't work. So I'm, I'm actually pumped about being uh, a Christmas day. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's yeah. Those The toys under the tree, opening a new show. It's like, awesome. It's, all, it's, it's great. I love it. I actually was recently uh, interviewing Brian for the holiday movies that made us. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I have an announcement. Christmas day, toy store near you season two i was like oh that's great yes this guy's got perfect. a lot of pots on the fire yeah he does he's having the best 2020 out of everybody i even told him i was like brian i feel like you had the best 2020 out of everybody right now well there's nothing <laughs> wrong with people you know people have they're not going out they're sitting watching netflix and, yeah. and, and tv and, yeah. and amazon prime so yeah. you know the more content he puts out the better yeah. oh yeah no it's fantastic and i i i love the shows that he does uh the so, editing so is great. I watched your episode. I was like, God, their editors are just so on point with everything. I'm so jealous you got to see our episode. <laughs> is, it, is it good? Oh, it's very good. <laughs> is there personality in it? Or oh, it's great. It? Yeah, yeah. You got you got your personality. Oh, I thought you guys have seen it. Oh, I've no. seen it. I've oh, only I've seen, seen the trailer. The trailer, yes. We saw the trailer, which I cannot believe. So so we got contacted by uh, by Brian Stillman and Mark uh -huh. the week before we got locked down here in Jersey. Not okay. even a week, like four days in advance. And you know, we're not, uh, I'm a little bit tech savvy, but I, I used to do IT many, many years ago before I did toys and, and I'm outdated. So like, we didn't have a good phone. We don't have any cameras, none of that. We have mm -hmm. a friend um, who, who does some of that stuff on the side, Paul. And we contacted him like, hey, I know we're about to go into lockdown, but can you come to the store and shoot some stuff with us? And he came and shot a bunch of stuff and we're doing like jokes and stuff. And like, we can't leave that in. That's, you're not going to, you're not going to send that. We just right? left no. everything there. Thank God the editors are good. Yeah. Thank God the editors well, are no, good. There, it's, so it's many great. bloopers. <laughs> I was actually awesome. curious. I was like, wow, they're mentioning things that I know already. Cause I've seen the episode. I thought you had seen the episode. Oh yeah. Well, no. I saw the No, but, but we talk so much. Uh, <laughs> it's basically a spiel at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They've got they've got pictures of you guys getting married at Stonehenge. Oh god. They've got like a they've got like a footage of Patrick Stewart saying engaged and you went, yeah, engaged. Oh, that's that's awesome. in there. <laughs> I 
can't wait. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, I'm listen, uh, Christmas Day, we're all waiting. Uh, you know, I can't, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's great. It's it's good. You'll like it a lot. And you cool. know the the inserts they put in there of Star Trek and Star Wars and yeah, well, all of your yeah. all your toys. The Death Star set that is yours that was only sold in the UK. That's yeah. in there. I'm trying awesome. to remember because I watched it literally last night because I like oh, to be fresh. So you got the vibe of us before you even talked. Oh about yeah, it. I knew what I was getting myself into. Crash course in uh, in Justin and Penelope. Oh, man, I, I but what we're hoping is. You know, we all want to end 2020 on an upbeat, positive note because we're going into 2021 and 2021 is going to be better. So, so being positive, man, you know, we're all being safe, but we're all yes. tired of, oh, yeah. Man, no doubt about oh, it. We're yeah. tired of what affected our lives. For real. No doubt yeah. about it. And it happened fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it happened so fast that some people were like, well, screw it. I'm not going to be safe anymore. Uh, I wish, you know, people would have kept their rational hats on, got tired of it, but still tried to look out for everybody else. But that didn't happen. Vigilance. But, uh, vigilance. vigilance. But 2021 is going to be a better year. It's so many ways. In so many ways. Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, so, guys, before we go, I want to see uh, where can everybody follow you on the social channels? We are at Farpoint Toys pretty much everywhere on the web. Uh, F-A-R-P-O-I-N-T-T-O-Y-S. Uh, all lowercase, all over the web. We're on right. YouTube. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Tinder. Twitter, Tumblr. We're not on Tinder. Grinder. No. Only fans. Grinder. Um, <laughs> okay, Cupid. Uh, um, Farpointtoys.com. Christian Mingle. Uh, no. <laughs> Christian Mingle. <laughs> no, Farpointtoys.com. Santa Daddy. Santa Daddy.com. We need to do that right away. Um, every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time, we do on our Facebook Live something called Barter Town, which is where we talk to our friends and fans and try to sell some stuff. It's fun. Even if you don't want to buy anything, it's just fun to just come, come and hang, hang out. out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> okay. it's this. It's yeah, this for it's like this. two hours yeah. just talking about toys. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's fun. There's people who aren't even collectors who just come on and like, you know, they put it on their TV and I'm like, oh my God, you're watching us on your yeah, TV. Yeah, uh, well, we should get used to it. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going anywhere on the digital storefront for a while. I mean, just tell you. That, that is the wave of the future. You got to balance it out. Once you open back up, you got to do both. Wave exactly. of the future. That's yep. totally right. The wave we're embracing future. it. Wholeheartedly right. embracing it. Absolutely, yeah. No, we're nostalgic, but we're not in the past, if that makes any sense. Yeah. We, we're trying to be future, future looking. <laughs> you're the nostalgia frontier. We are. Nostalgia oh, I like Whoa. I like that. That's going to be trademarked tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, hey, great. I get some of that royalties, all right? Hey, well, <laughs> as soon as we see some royalties, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it trickles down. Well, Justin and Penelope, I'm so excited for you guys to open back up in spring. And since I'm so close to you guys, I can come visit. So I'm very excited yes. for that. You will get it like Victoria. Yes. Yes. Woo! I'm so excited, guys. Well, then, thank you so much for joining a Toy Store New You podcast. And I'm so excited for you guys to see your episode when it comes out on Christmas Day. I can't wait. Victoria, it's going to be a great you. Christmas. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Mint on a card and loose complete prototypes that are really unique. Great Garlu and me go to this and more at a toy store near you. Subscribe to us too. And like and comment. Yeah.